0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hour of Power podcast. We are about to look into another subject this week, and it is going to be a lot of fun. But as always, Caleb, you're joining me. How are you going?
1: Yeah, I'm nervous, Cam, to be all completely honest, because last week I got to bring the topic. Uh, I chose one that we kind of had to choose because it's just on everyone's you know tongue right now. Yep. This week, there's no real guiding principle that no. tells me what it is that we're going to choose and it's your choice. So I, I have no idea what's about to happen. I don't know Good. if I want to spend the next 60 minutes of my life studying what you suggest or, or if I'm just going to lose motivation three minutes in. No one's really sure.
0: <laughs> I actually have a topic that's perfect for you. But before we get into this topic, I wanted to ask, since last week, has anything changed for you because of the information you found out about coronavirus?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I told you on the episode, I put my cat in the neighbor's yard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the cat there doesn't exist, but yes, yes, okay. That's right. <laughs> no, At least you know the knows chickens. Me, they know stuff. I
1: don't have a cat. No, the, the genuine change for me is that I've started saying physical distancing, not social distancing. Okay,
0: I like that. Well, Caleb, you'll like this week's topic because I think it is something that you enjoy already in life. But I think that we can actually make it even a little better and you may even find improvement in your own life as well as I will in my own life. But we're going to study for an episode. Now we're going to be studying, what is the best way to stay fit?
1: Oh, fitness. Yes.
0: Okay. I know you like fitness and I think this is actually something that everyone is getting into a little bit more at the moment because they've got more <laughs> time at home, maybe more time to explore this. They're trying to figure out what they can do at their home or maybe out in an environment. So we're going to be looking at what is the best way to stay fit, but obviously we're going to break this down a little bit. That's
1: a massive question, Cam. That's yep. a massive question. What is the best way to stay fit? Uh, let me just summarize <laughs> hundreds of years of research exactly. for you in one moment.
0: Exactly. No, but we're going to break it down to four questions as always. Is you're going to take two. I'm going to take two. And we're going to try and find out what is the best way to stay fit. Your questions, Caleb, I'm going to get you to look into what is the time efficiency value in fitness? Like, so which ones can you, which fitness sports can you be the most time efficient and get results from? Which one are the cheapest? So money wise, which okay. sports are really cheap and can get you good fitness results? I'm going to look into, is there too much exercise? Can you exercise too much? And what is that point? And I'm also going to look into how do you stay motivated and make sure that you enjoy sports so it keeps going. But also, what are some of the best ways that in sport you can find motivation to keep going as well? Okay, so those are my So two there's questions. our
1: four questions uh, to each. Hopefully we're going to be experts on the best best way to stay yep. fit. This is a 60-minute study coming to you from the Hour of Power <laughs> podcast trying to solve one of life's greatest questions.
0: Let's get into this. Okay, I just found out something very interesting and very good to start off with. <sighs> three minutes in and I've already found out that yes you can over exercise it's actually already changed my mindset on how hard I should be running when I go out and run sometimes I go out really hard um, and find myself extra fatigued at the end but now I'm just learning that that isn't a good thing at all and actually it's really important that um, I don't always push myself to my limit. So, uh,
1: this is overwhelming to me the best way to stay fit uh... I'm glad Ken's just given me two questions because I think this is such a big question. I'm not really sure where. I, I'd struggle to think that in 60 minutes I'll have an answer to this question, but let's see what happens. Okay, I'm delving into the world of anaerobic versus aerobic fitness. And in the world of anaerobic fitness, there's a particular popular form of exercise known as high intensity interval workouts. Everything I've looked at so far, uh, that includes athletic, uh, sorry, physiology, academic journals um, as well as blogs indicates that HIIT or high intensity interval workouts are the most time efficient way to stay fit. The amazing part about this type of exercise, this HIIT exercise seems to be that it increases your ability to burn fat even when you're not doing it so if you do a high intensity interval workout and then later you just do a normal workout you will burn more fat as a result of the high intensity interval workout that's pretty cool lots of fast cycling being referred to i hate fast cycling the annoying part is cam loves fast cycling
0: about 30 minutes in To be honest, I just really want to go out and exercise. I'd just rather be outside exercising right now. Um, mm. I've looked at popular
1: culture magazines. I've looked at medical news. I've looked at academic journals. Everything's pointing to high intensity interval training. The good news is you can use it in whatever sport you want, which is good news for me because I like running uh particularly long distances so this was bad for me at the start when i thought it was all about push-ups but it looks like there's hope for me yet
0: well everyone welcome back it's been an hour we've done our research caleb how'd you go
1: uh it was interesting cam i um I feel like I knew, uh, or I thought I would know, a lot about the questions I was addressing. But I certainly learned a lot. Uh, That's good. I'm feeling a, I'm feeling a little inadequate in my in my exercise routines now. How
0: are you feeling? I feel very much the same. I it, one of the reports I did halfway through was like uh, I have learned a bit, and I just kind of want to go out and exercise. I just felt like I had to com- felt compelled to change some of the things <laughs> I did. Um, You had had had
1: enough of reading and you wanted to actually do stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly right. But I think the general basis I got was exercise is good, but there's a certain level where it becomes not so good, which is no exercise and too much exercise.
1: Yep. And I'm interested to hear where that line is. Uh, Do you want to jump into these core questions?
0: Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll lead in with too much, uh, like how much exercise is too much. And then we'll jump to one of your questions and we'll see what you found out. Um, so I kind of found found this Caleb. I found you know, exercising in general is good for the heart and good for the brain, and there's lots of health benefits for it. It can stop a lot of things from happening, and it can um, not enhance uh, make your life longer, but it can um, help you not face some of those health uh, kind of hurdles that you may face if you don't exercise.
1: Right. So but it's not necessarily found- it's not necessarily like that doing health will Im- make you live longer. It's more like doing health will cause these things not to happen, which will make your life shorter.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> right. right. I see and the so, connection. yeah. And so I, I, I kind of was like looking into it, like, where's the, where's the line? And uh, I fell straight down the uh, rabbit warren of watching a video. However, this video was really good. Um, we talked it about kinda- this
1: last week, man. I thought we were going to try and not watch YouTube from now on. <laughs>
0: Yes, I, I thought the exact same thing, but I got onto an article. It wasn't even a YouTube thing. I got into this article, and the video is the first thing there. And I thought, if this saves me from reading this whole article, I'm going to watch this video instead. So I watched the video. Um, and it was, in the end, it was really, really helpful. It kind of outlined some of the most important things. It said, you know, moderate exercise a few times a week. Is actually really good for you, um, and it can do all those things I said before. However, getting too much exercise, so te- uh, so it kind of outlined um, exercising over three times a week at an intense level, so like really exhausting, really hard going all out, um, running super fast or cycling super fast or exercising really hard, if you exercise for that more than three times a week, so basically over two, two and two and a half hours, then it would actually basically undo all the health benefits that you get from just doing like running in general, just doing a moderate amount of running.
1: Well, that's quite amazing, and that's a little scary to think about because you could actually go from, exercise, this is a good thing for me, to, oh, exercise, yes, this kills me.
0: Yes, exactly right. And and it outlined specifically, and this may scare you, Caleb, but extreme endurance athletes, like people who do ultra marathons, Uh keywords there, ultra marathons, something that you like to try and aim towards, um, or you've done one before, actually, haven't you? Two. You. You've done an ultra marathon?
1: Yeah, I've done two of them. Yeah, two. Oh, sorry. I thought you yeah. said who. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yes, you've done two. So you're extreme risk here, Caleb. But what Uh-oh. it says is ultra marathons can put extreme demand on the cardiovascular system and it can actually cause heart damage heart rhythm disorders and enlarged arteries so much to say that if you do it over time so many times it can actually change the way that your heart kind of is built like with extra um it can kind of build out the walls in different places to be even thicker that's basically what the video was getting at
1: the part that you said about arteries made me really mad because i've know that like eating fatty foods like i love Pink donuts with sprinkles on them. Uh, yeah, I know yes. that it, they talk about clogging up the arteries, which I assume that process also enlarges them. It annoys yes. me that eating a pink sprinkled donut from Donut King could have the same effect as running fifty kilometers or a hundred kilometers. That that's a yeah. really frustrating thought.
0: Exactly. So, um, (laughs) I mean, eating one donut isn't a problem, but eating excessive amounts is a problem. And the exact same thing applies for exercise is basically what I found. It also, um, goes in a different direction, not only over exercising, but whenever you exercise at an extreme amount. So, um, if you exercise really intensely, your immune system actually gets impaired for up to 72 hours. So yeah. So what it was also saying was if you're in exercising an intense amount all the time, every single day, then what you're actually doing is um, you're never letting your immune system kind of fully build up. It's not like it's gone, but it's not at its um, full strength. And so you're more susceptible to things after you've exercised really, really intensely.
1: That, yeah, that's really, okay. The, you you're flipping this for me because there there's a line here that I don't think I realized was this intense about how how much is too much. So you're telling me not to exercise in an intense way more than 3 times a week is that what I'm hearing? That's the line.
0: Yeah, the study I read said 3 times a week is kind of the max. Um okay. But it also says don't run too intense like yeah, it, it basically said a combination between the two is really good. Um, some things I read said thirty minutes is totally like acceptable, and I guess here's the the weird thing: some people have different um, different reasons that they want to be fit, and so this is kind of finding um, what it is for you. If you want to just like kind of maintain a level of fitness, then you know it said that thirty minutes, um, three times, four times a week could actually just lower um, the risks of some of those um, bad things that can happen, like heart attacks and um, and strokes and type 2 diabetes. Like those things get lowered if you even just do 30 minutes of exercise, whether it's walking, running, um, push-ups, whatever, 30 minutes of that three times, four times a week, and it already lowers that. And then yeah, kind of okay. said – You can do a little bit more and it can still have some more health benefits, but then past there, it kind of just plateaus. And for a long time, you're plateauing and whatever you do is actually just not really doing too much more for your health. Now, what it does do is if you really enjoy it, then it contributes to your level of enjoyment. Um, But if you don't enjoy it, then it just doesn't do too much else. But then on the other side, eventually it just gets bad for you.
1: Did you read much about the other side of exercise? You talked about really intense exercise. What about more moderately paced exercise?
0: Yeah, like what I read was, you know, it's, it's good. It's good to do moderate exercise. And that could okay. be anything. That could be walking for 30 minutes to an hour uh, each day or 30 minutes to an hour three times a week. It, it gave an example of doing moderate exercise three to four times a week um, is good for your health. Okay. Well, this is, this
1: is, it, 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 I'm going to go to my question because it links in a way that I didn't see coming, uh, okay. before we ask these questions. I'm going to go to the question. What, uh, this is my first core question. What is the most time efficient way to stay fit? Uh, yep. I'll quickly mention food. Uh, I don't want to go into that in great detail today. It feels like another podcast, uh, but it definitely emphasized that uh, having proper nutrition will mean you get more out of your workouts and it will benefit your metabolism, which will help you burn fat, stay fit, so on and so forth. So so food is definitely a puzzle here, but I want to stick to talking about the actual type of exercise. Uh, that's what I want to focus on. What is the most time-efficient way to stay fit? Uh, the same result kept coming up, Cam. Do, do you have a guess yeah. at what, what it might have been?
0: Um, 30 minutes a day, uh,
1: the type of exercise, what about the specific type?
0: Oh, the type of exercise. Um, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I want to say walking. No, I want to say running cause I like running, but I feel like it's walking.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the, the most time efficient way to stay fit, the type of exercise that recommended is high intensity interval training, H double IT. Oh. What
0: do you know much okay. about that? Yeah. Hit exercise. Yeah. I know a, a, like a little bit about it. I've heard of it definitely a lot more. Is it speci- like, is it talking about, um, like, you know, F45, those kind of things? Is it meaning yeah, that yeah. side of it? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, that, that would be an example of high intensity interval training. Uh, I'm sure there are different types within the F45 regime. Like there's all yeah, different yeah. types by the sound of it. Um, it was interesting to hear you say that it is definitely something you've heard more about recently. That's what Every academic journal and popular cultural article, popular culture article that I've read, said that since you know the last decade, this is something that's really hit the mainstream media. Uh, uh, Some articles said runners have been doing this kind of thing for a hundred years, not a new type of exercise, but it's really hit uh, mainstream media. So to quickly say what I mean by high intensity interval training, uh, it's all to do with the heart rate. Based on the articles that I've read from places. like uh the American College of Sports Medicine uh, or the Journal of Applied Physiology these these types of sources that I was more reliant on talked about the need to get your heart rate to about 80 to 85% of its uh, of its max capacity. Uh, and then you need to keep it there for between one minute and four minutes and then have a rest period of long enough that your heart can come back down, but not all the way to its resting rate. Uh, and then repeat.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, is that, is that
1: what you thought high intensity interval training was? Did you, is that accurate? Like to what yeah, your perception yeah. was given, given that it's in the news and all of that at the moment?
0: Yeah, that's definitely my perception. I know there's like lots of different things that, um, or clubs or like things like that you can go to, to do that kind of training. Do you, is there, did you give some examples of what kind of high intensity, um, training you could do at home or yeah. is there anything uh, that you could have taken from that?
1: I'm so glad you asked that because that was one thing I, I first got into this and immediately my mind went to, for example, F45 or, or some sort yep. of organized gym training or PT session. And my heart kind of dropped. Uh, no, no jokes intended there. My, my, my heart kind of dropped <laughs> because I felt a little discouraged that the best type uh, might require that kind of, uh, that kind of finance or or investment, um, to be a part of a class. Obviously you can do that kind of thing by yourself, but the motivation to do that, well, maybe we'll talk more about that later. But Hmm. the more I read into it, the more I realized this high intensity interval type training, it can apply across just about any sport, Kim.
0: Okay. So So for example, with running, uh, it could take form in the training type type called fartlek.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So, so, so the for- point the
1: point being, whether you're a runner, a swimmer, a cycler or, or a walker, or whatever you do, you should consider the advice is to you could you should figure out a way to get your heart rate up to that eighty to eighty five percent level, and then and, and then alternate between the resting periods and that, and you can do that with the type of sport wasn't specified necessarily. There were so many different yeah. suggestions. So for you, you said you like running. That, that could be it. But for someone who might be listening at home, who's like, nothing is worse than running. Running is, is the bane of my existence. Well, maybe, maybe they could, like you mentioned, just get the yoga mat out at home, uh, roll it out on the lounge room floor after moving the coffee table and do whatever they want. You could jump up and down with a skipping rope. You could do push ups. You could do whatever you wanted. Just as long as it got your heart rate up to that point.
0: Mm, mm, Yep. Okay. So it just, the aim is the heart rate, not, not any particular type of exercise however um hit exercise h-i-i-t um is kind of the easiest way to get there the most time efficient ways kind of going to a class in one sense
1: well high high intensity interval training doesn't even necessarily mean that class camp it just means any type of training where you get up to that hard rate and then and then you have a rest rate in between so you you could do it as a swimmer you could swim really hard for a few minutes and then swim slowly for a few minutes and do some doggy paddle, whatever you want to do, yep. as long as it's alternating between those two, you can, you could consider it hit training. Obviously the fall, the, 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 the way we see that being done, you and I as perception, both of us, you said it just then is, is that class at gym, but it doesn't yep. necessarily just mean that by any means. Uh, I want to share with you quickly um, a few things that I read that were really fascinating. First of all, uh, this type of training has been shown to, Increase your calorie burning capacity. This is according to the Australian family physician. The reason for this, and I'll I'll get nerdy for a second. This is because of changes in the mitochondria. Maybe the uh, expert we have on Friday can help us out a little more here. But basically, (laughs) hopefully, yeah, hopefully, because I have no idea what that means. But basically, from what I read in my sixty minutes, uh, I came to an understanding that get this, Cam, this is big. If you do hit training. This type of HIT training. It increases your ability to burn fat even when you're not doing HIT
0: training. Ooh, okay. That's very interesting.
1: Yeah. So let me explain, I'll give you a really practical example. There was a there was a university study done in Ontario where they took a group of sixteen people, uh, and and those people all said that they did exercise two to three times a week anyway. They did aerobic exercise. So not this type yep. of HIIT training. They just did jogging or walking or or some sort of exercise that wasn't this intense type that required the the high heart rates. Are you does that does that sort of make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. So they just this- did general what we would call general exercise. Yeah.
1: So it's just general exercise that you might, you might just pop out pop outside and do something to take yep. it easy. You know? Uh, so, so these guys jumped in on this study, two weeks of interval training, uh, two weeks of this hit type training. It was on a bike where they, would ride hard for a few minutes and then ride easy for a few minutes. And this showed a few different things. But the fascinating thing that I want to point out was that once they completed, right, this so so sorry, I should say there was 16 of them, eight of them did this training, eight of them did not as a comparison. So so they wanted to see that's an important fact. So now I get to the exciting part that I was, that I was alluding to the eight who did the training, right? Once they did the training, they were able to ride at a moderate intensity. So not this high intensity, but after the two weeks of doing high interval training, they were able to ride at the moderate intensity for double the amount of time before exhaustion compared to what they were able to do before the training.
0: Wow. Okay. After only two weeks? After only two weeks. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it can have, um, I can see definitely why you took that from the time efficiency aspect. I mean, if you want to see results fast, then two weeks is a short amount of time to actually see big results like that, being able to be, do something twice as good as you were able to do it before.
1: Yeah, and and I didn't even tell you how many workouts they did. It was 2 weeks. They didn't uh, you probably thought I meant they worked out every day, didn't you? But Yeah, yeah, they, I de-
0: that's definitely where I went to. Yep.
1: Yeah, so they only worked out in the 2 weeks 7
0: times. Oh. Okay. So over the 14 days they only worked out for half of those days. That's correct. Wow. Okay. That's definitely seems more manageable because I was definitely thinking then I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I could do 14." Like although that sounds great and it sounds um you know to to get that higher level of fitness in one, one way, you know, it, it's really, um, it, it seems like a good idea to just go out for two weeks and just do it. But I was like, ah, I don't know if I can even, you know, sustain that level of activeness for two weeks.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't even know if that's time efficient anymore, right? If yeah. you're doing it yeah. every day, fourteen days, I, I, you could argue that that's not time efficient anyway, depending on how, how busy people are. But you know, they they did this uh, as well. There was um, a similar study done uh, where they measured similar benefits. They were talking about the the amount of fat burned per hour. They were talking about cardio fitness, this kind of thing. Uh, the amazing thing, another amazing thing that I, that I found was in the group of eight uh, or in the group that did the high intensity training, uh, there was a mixture of college athletes. So, so guys who trained quite heavily anyway, this is a separate study, remember? Yep. Uh, a, and then there were guys who guys and girls who were not involved in almost any physical exercise, according to what they reported to the researchers and yep. the, the benefits were the same whether they were training college athletes or just people who didn't exercise almost at all.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it doesn't matter what your previous history is like, you can still make a big difference by yeah. doing this type of training. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, so
1: I, I thought that was fascinating as well. So it's not just something that, you know, Pro athletes do the high intensity, like these people who were self declared lazy. You know, (laughs) uh, had the same the same benefits. In fact, in that particular study, they reported a thirty six percent increase in fat burned per hour, and that was similar results across both the athletes and the and the guys who weren't athletes.
0: Wow. Okay, that's insane. That's great. Okay, so so definitely, so far in the lead is. Hit exercise as the the most uh, most effective way to um get fit.
1: Yeah, that's right. So as well, most effective. I'm I'm specifically referring to time efficiency here. Time and so efficient, sorry. I guess to, yep. to to cap off that argument, I would point out that and this is where it links to what you were saying. You only have to be doing this about three times a week. It's been shown that three 30-minute hit sessions will improve your overall fitness.
0: Yes. Which is that. which okay. is
1: quite remarkable. That's that's an yeah. hour and a half a week. Yep yeah uh, so uh, beyond all those benefits I read out um, there's more of the, it's been shown to improve fat loss it's been shown to improve cardio uh, and metabolic health it's also been shown uh, via journals uh, I read this in medical news today to improve mental health uh, and and time use improvement was definitely a benefit recorded so I uh, you know this this seems to be I found this answer in the first few minutes of my research and and I yep. couldn't really deviate from it so I'm gonna I'm gonna settle the answer there what is the most time efficient way to stay fit? Uh, it's with the use of high interval in, uh, intensity training, but important to mention, uh, it is important to consider whether your fitness level or your health level allows for this. Um, there was lots of emphasis on the fact that if you were doing it and it was possibly causing you injury or you have heart problems or blood pressure problems or anything like that, it can be dangerous. So worth considering as well.
0: Okay. It's good to know. Okay. So the the next question I tackled was, uh, motivation. How do we keep motivated, um, to exercise, to stay fit? Um, and tell I think we can tell me because I love staying in bed. <laughs> well, it was basically saying, I think there was a, a few things it said, but the basic gist of everything it said was stick to the basics. Don't, don't, you don't have to feel like you have to do anything crazy to like, to start exercising and also was saying if it doesn't work for you, then change it up because to feel motivated to do some exercise, you're not going to do it if you don't enjoy it. Um, Mm. I mean, not everyone enjoys every form of exercise. I know there's some exercise that I don't particularly enjoy doing like swimming. And swimming's good for you, but I definitely do not enjoy it, so I steer clear of it and I do other exercise instead. Um, I know if I was trying to get up every morning to go swimming, I would not be motivated to exercise at all. And so one of the things I read was, you know, if it if it doesn't really work for you, then change it. Keep keep kind of changing up your type of exercise until you find something that works, and then you can pursue deeper that kind of thing. So for example, it doesn't mean that you have to. Um, go out and buy all the gym equipment in the world or get gym memberships to just start doing something and then see if it works for you. Like you were saying before, there's so many different things you can do even for high intensity inf- interval training at home. Mm. Um, it, whether it's like, um, yeah, burpees or push ups or planks or stuff like that. Um, maybe you find that you really enjoy that type of training. And so you want to look into it a bit more. So you look at an F45 or a gym for training that where you can train with other people. Um, maybe you look into that or maybe you go out and you run and you find that you really enjoy running. And so you invest in things for running or you go, um, or you even sign up for a trial to a gym so that you can try some of those different exercises that you can do there. But mainly the, one of the main things it was saying is find something that you would enjoy doing. And then one of the things that help you do that is keeping yourself accountable, but also having friends. So having a community around you who also enjoy it helps you get motivated to do those things as well. And so I um, I know for personal, I I like to go exercising with friends because it keeps me motivated to try and um, push myself to kind of like what I normally would. Whereas if I'm not with friends, I may, instead of going running for five kilometers, I may only run for three and then I may just walk. And, um, and so I know that motivation, uh, other people sometimes motivate me to keep me accountable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, given like none of what you just said really surprised me, w- would you say you learned anything brand new as a result or, or was it kind of as basic as that? Would you say?
0: Uh, I didn't particularly f- find that I learned anything new, but I'm probably pretty motivated for um, exercising in general. And mm. so I did find some things, some like kind of uh, tips that you could do if you do struggle to get motivated for exercise. And so, um, some of them were like, um, the first thing that you can do is put on your workout clothes. Like something as simple as just getting into the outfit, uh, will start getting, pushing you towards wanting to work out. Um, cause sometimes it's un, like, it's sometimes it's not clothes you want to be in all the time. And so it'll push you to actually be like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Um, and then once you exercise, writing down how you feel after you exercise. So, when you don't feel motivated, you can look at that and you can go, actually, I know I feel better after I exercise. Okay. I should go out and do that. Another thing that's, was, that's mm.
1: how uh, my UGG boots are really comfortable cam. I'd, I'd have to write something pretty strong worded for me to be able to convince myself like that, but
0: <laughs> I can definitely, well, maybe, see, I can definitely see how that would help. Maybe they feel even more comfortable after your feet have been running on trail runs all day.
1: <laughs> okay. You've got, you've got a point. Yeah. You've got a point.
0: Uh, then it also says variety, so not trying to um, do the same thing all the time. I know for me, around where I um, go running, there's not always very exciting things to run near and or run on or run parks through or anything like that. And so sometimes because I'm just running along the streets, um, you know, it's sometimes boring just looking at all the same houses. So sometimes when I go running, I just change the path that I go or I just turn left instead of turning right and I just change it up. I know for me that works and that's also one of the tips given on this article. Variety really helps you um, feel motivated for doing that. And maybe that is even changing up the type of exercise that you do.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yep. That's good. Uh,
0: um, you can also I, put your, sorry. Yeah. You go.
1: No, I was just going to say that that's almost reassuring because I think that's a, that's a piece of advice, um, that a lot of people maybe who have looked into this kind of thing have heard yep. before. So I guess it's just a case of putting it into practice.
0: Yeah, And I think it also like goes into what we were talking about with, um, yeah, high intensity interval training, you know, that kind of training actually involves you changing your workout a lot. And so, um, Sometimes it's really easy to keep doing the same workouts all the time at home. Even it's like, okay, I'm just going to get up, I'm going to do 20 push-ups, I'm going to do 20 burpees, and then I'll do 20 sit-ups. Um, but you know, changing that and maybe doing um, 35 one day, and then the next day going for a 30-minute walk. Like changing up those kind of things can actually help you with um, feeling motivated to do it because you think, oh, okay, I'm not just doing the same 20 push-ups I did yesterday. Okay, I'm going to go out and do this and you can see different kind of results in that way as well.
1: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Um, um variety. And, of, and I think you're right. Hit training is really helpful with that.
0: Uh, yeah. And, and kind of one of the last things that said was put it in your calendar. Um, like write it out when you want to exercise, maybe how much you want to exercise. I don't think it's necessarily about, being a um, person who has a goal of like being a a marathon runner or anything like that. I think it's more that um, if you want this to become part of your lifestyle, if you want like fitness to be um, something that you can have in your life, then it's more about just making it kind of routine thing, not necessarily trying to build it towards a goal or anything like that. So you don't need a goal to be motivated, but instead if you have it as something that you just want to have in your life, then you just kind of need to add it in around some of the things that you already structure into your life. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's kind of like, like if that. you if you find a TV show important and you want to watch The Office um two nights a week <laughs> yeah. then then you make it happen and so the same thing happens for your exercise and it especially helps when you see the health benefits. So there's a lot of places that say remind yourself uh, of the perspective and you know and I think sometimes that can be helpful but sometimes it's not very helpful to motivate you. And so Something tells um, me you can- might be
1: watching The Office at the moment.
0: <laughs> I, I you know That's one of the benefits of going running is I have the office to look like that's one of my motivation things after I go for a run, then I can watch the office. That's one of the things that motivates me.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. And the last question I've got here, what is the most effective Uh, sorry, what is the most cost effective way, um, to stay fit? Uh, I won't even dwell on this for very long because it's not going to surprise people. There were no real big, uh, shock moments here. Other than I got a shock when I read how much money was spent in the fitness industry, um, in, in the
0: 2018,
1: 19 financial year, have a guess, Cam.
0: Oh, I don't know. Is it, are we talking about Australia or the world?
1: we're talking, I think it was from Ibis. I'm going to say it was just Australia. Oh, I need to check this. Ibis, Ibis, Australia. Oh, Ibis world. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to have to check this and get it in the notes because the number is $2.5 billion in revenue. Oh, wow. That's a lot of money. I'm trying to figure out whether that's the world or whether that's the the country just here in Australia, but that is, that's a big number either way, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a massive number. Okay. And uh, what were the unsurprising facts that you found out?
1: Yeah, so basically there's lots of free ways to work out. Um, You don't have to buy expensive things. You don't have to pay for gym memberships if you're happy to do it uh, outdoors, in your backyard, in your lounge room. And then it comes down to the types of equipment you need. If you want to use equipment, you can buy it secondhand. You can maybe you can just do your workout in bare feet instead of buying the shoes. Um, So nothing super surprising. Um, It's just looking at keeping yourself motivated, I guess. But like you said, Mm. having, having friends to exercise with doesn't necessarily mean paying the money i suppose doesn't mean you have to go to class um as well as that it pointed out there's heaps of free digital workouts that's came up in multiple articles that i read uh and then i guess tying into the cost effective thing sleeping drinking water and making sure you walk around when you're at your desk during the day if you have a desk job all mentioned as ways to stay fit which can cost you absolutely nothing Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to dwell on that too much longer. No surprises there other than there is a lot of money spent on fitness that perhaps doesn't (laughs) need to be spent. Uh, but I guess if it's helping people stay fit and they want to invest their money, well, who can blame them, Cam?
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's also enjoyable for some people. So I think that's a really important aspect to take as well. (laughs) Finding something that you enjoy is really important when it comes to fitness. So Caleb, uh, when it all boils down the question overarching all of it, is there one particular way that is the best way to stay fit or to be healthy or to, you know, exercise? Is there one particular way?
1: Yeah. I I feel like looking at our information here, you talked about three intense sessions a week. I talked about HIIT training. Then we talked about doing it with others, finding it something you enjoy, but the Good news about that is hit training can fit in anywhere, uh, and then the most cost-effective. Well, obviously paying a gym membership isn't the most cost-effective, nor is buying all the equipment. So avoid that. You can still do yep. hit training. So I would suggest that hit training is probably the answer. I mean, it depends yep. whether there's a way for people to do it in a way that they enjoy. I guess that's the yeah. variable in all of this. What, what do you think?
0: I, I, I think I would agree. It's um, you know, I think. It's finding an exercise type that you enjoy, and so that is running, or you know push-ups at home, or gym membership, whatever. Like finding some type of exercise you enjoy, and then doing it in a hit style seems to be, from the research that we found out, the most effective way to um, to. Keep fit. It's not necessarily about um, just going out for a run. It's about actually reaching those heart rate things, but then also making sure that you don't go over that too many times a week because then we found out that, you know, that's actually bad for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And it starts actually killing you, not helping you stay fit, which yeah. I still find terrifying, but that's good to know. Uh, yes. I think I'm pretty confident in our answer there, Cam. I think that 60 minute study has rendered us with a pretty expert piece of advice there. Hit training not too often, find a way to do it that you enjoy and you'll stay motivated. Uh, But as always, Cam, we'll be back on Friday with an expert interview. I'll be really interested to see whether our expert agrees
0: um, with the summaries of our findings. I'm interested as well. But thank you to everyone who has listened. We hope that you come away just like us, a little bit wiser, a little bit more of an expert in the area of fitness than we were before we started this research. As always, you can reach us on social media at the Hour of Power podcast. We always love connecting with our listeners there. Feel free to send in any topics you'd like to learn more about. We've had a few come through and we are looking forward to looking into those subjects in the future. Feel free to keep engaging us with us that way feel free to send us an email you can find those details in the show notes but thank you to everyone who's listened and uh, we look forward to talking with an expert on friday Uh, send us any um, people that you would like to hear from in particular if there is anyone uh, fitness gurus in particular that you'd like to hear from otherwise from cam and caleb it's been great having you guys listen to this podcast episode we look forward to seeing a future episode